You're listening to www.earthtriberadio.com. Hi, Fiona. Hey, Jill. Let's, let's discuss today about dealing with disappointment. How do we deal with disappointment? What is disappointment? Ponder that. Yeah. Teach me, Fiona. Tell me. Oh, no. It's, it's just <laughs> we ask ourselves, where have we been disappointed in our lives? Mm-hmm. And uh, whether it's disappointment in ourselves or disappointment in others. Because there's a lot of people find themselves being disappointed with themselves. It's like, I wished I had said that. I wished I hadn't done that. I wished. Yeah. I wished. And, and there's this. What that does is it kind of traps us. Because we want it to be like we think we should have been a different way and we weren't. And so we trap ourselves into the thinking, into the disappointed thinking, which is I should have, I should have, you know. And I think that um, that can be, it can be very difficult to get out of the disappointments that we have in ourselves, to ourselves, for ourselves. I'm, I really like the way you just opened it up for me because you, uh, I was just thinking of the whole of disappointment. What is disappointment? And when you said disappointment with ourselves, disappointment with others, um, it just took me, took me on another tangent. So, and about regrets, disappointment with ourselves or uh, anger with ourselves or, yeah, or letting ourselves down. And that can really lead to depression if if we if we let that go yeah it's wanting things to be different than they are and feeling and then it traps us because we feel that we can't get out of it when we feel trapped it's hard not it's like me with school i couldn't get out of it and i felt incredibly trapped and so i went and slowly fell into deep deep depression when i had to go to school at nine years old and uh, I, it was just, uh, it, it was just mm-hmm. uh, again, you know, uh, I was disappointed. I don't think I ever consciously realized I was disappointed. But don't you think that disappointment, uh, d- disappointment in ourselves, and disappointment, because if we're disappointed in our expectations, expectations of life, expectations yeah. of others, it's it's very big with yeah, relationships, isn't it? Yeah. Because somebody I was talking to somebody the other day, and they were so disappointed in their partner, and um, because they really wanted them to understand them better, they wanted them to talk a little bit more directly, and instead of being you know a little bit more evasive, and one of the things we chatted about was that. Um, this that this person, my friend, was wanting this other their partner to be the way they wanted. They were disappointed. They they wanted them to be different, other than they were. It's not that they still could talk about it, which is communication is the key to relationships, long term relationships. And at the same time, when we want people to be different, it's always going to create friction. Yeah. So if we can just realize that everybody is is the way they're going to be until they're not, and, and speak as much as we can to that. It's going to really enable us to live a more stress-free life. Yet, going back to your friend that you were talking about, um, yet when you get to the point where you realize that they're not understanding you, you thought they were all along, 
and now you realize that they're not. There's another element here into the disappointment because it's what did you not see in that person? What were you not recognizing that might be there in that person that would allow them not to understand you? Or have communication is very important because things do change in a relationship, so you've got to check in all the time with each other. How are you feeling? What are you thinking now? How are you... We did this before in another uh, program on relationships because I always say every couple of years you ought to sit down and say, "This this is who I think I was when we got together. This is who I am now. This is what I love about who I am now. How about you? Who are, who are you now than we were? Because we do change, and if we, we can recognize the changes in ourselves, we won't lead to disappointment. Or if it gets to that we get to such different ends of the poles, then maybe the relationship changes and you become brother and sister instead of husband and wife or best friends or however. It has to, it has to be true. It yeah, has to be the truth. That, that is so much so. And... Um, when we uh, look at somebody, I think it's also not a bad thing to to ask ourselves and to even speak it to them. Mm-hmm. I wish that you could talk a little bit more gently, mm-hmm. and I, I would love it if you. But I understand that this is where you are, and uh, and for me it would be so lovely if it was if you were able to speak a bit more gently. Yeah, there's there's another way. Of talking about reframing that, you know. Okay, back to Mm -hmm. reframing. Is, for example, and I'm not criticizing you at all. Mm -hmm. I wish, so go go back to, I wish there was a way you could talk more gently to me. That's a very valid statement in that. Um, But it's asking them to do something. That's true. So instead of asking them to do something, which implies, They've done something wrong. They've done something Mm -hmm. wrong. Not necessarily, but implies that. Uh, One could always say, you know, I get, I feel uh, anxious when you raise your voice to me. I feel, nobody can argue with your feelings. And you're not pointing the finger out, you're you're pointing it in. Exactly, you're saying what you're feeling. Now, if they don't care what you're feeling, that'll show itself right away. But if they care about what you're feeling, that will help them respond. The best response to that would be, well, this is how I feel. How do I get that across to you? Okay, let's start reframing. And co- exactly. the communication, which That's is where the key the communi- to everything. Exactly, exactly. And so, again, we, we, we have to say to ourselves, we've done a show on this before, but it is so critical in our life. It's like when we look at somebody and say, you should be. I, yeah. I heard a young man over at building our house a couple of days ago, and he was just full of swear words uh, and he didn't know I was coming into the into the house into the yard but every second word was a swear word mm. about his girlfriend who hadn't let him sleep in and he has one day to sleep in a week um, and I, he, he was a worker over there doing some carpentry and I, I didn't it's not my place to say something to him but if if he could have just sat down with her and communicated mm-hmm. and realized that the communication she could have understood a bit more of why it was so important for him rather than screaming at her and then of course she goes defensive if he could have sat with her and did, done and but I couldn't get in there I didn't feel again that was my place to say something to him at that point yeah no you got to take your you, you got to 
take your moments. Yeah, you have to and it was interesting to watch though because I could mm-hmm. see that if he could have sat with her yeah. and just really expressed to her how it felt for him when he was trying to sleep in on his one day and how important it would be for her, if, him if he could have a quiet morning. Well, I you know, it's, it's never too late. No. He could still do that with yes. her saying, you know, I, I don't want to leave too much time to go by before, you know, I acknowledge that you felt it was necessary to do this. And I, I just want you to hear I, I, how much it means to me to be able to have a lie-in. I feel, uh, I feel my week is complete. I've got what I need. Um, and yet for most people, it, it's extremely difficult to speak like that. Yeah. We're so used to going, you should, you should, why don't you? And then, of course, the person defends and attacks back. Yeah. Um, that's, when, that's, again, when we need to sit down... If it ever gets to that, and we don't have our check-in councils every two years, every time we have one of those, we have to sit down and have a council and say, okay, what's happening here? What, 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 what's, what do you really, what's, what do you, t- tell me what you feel, why you feel that. And don't take a front when they blurt out at you, and then you say, let me tell you what it feels from my point of view. How do we, now, how do we get through this? How do I, uh, how, what do you need from me to, to help you sleep in the morning? And at the same time, it's very difficult because of the whole post-it syndrome yeah. that we have on somebody, you did this, you did that, and we've got the person covered in post-its, so that when we look at them after a while, that's why fresh relationships are so enticing. Yes. Because when you meet somebody and there's no, there are no post-its on them, you did this, you did this, you didn't do that, um, it's like such a breath of fresh air that some people just want to jump from one relationship exactly. to the next because you don't have those post-its in the beginning. The unfortunate thing is you grow the post-its, and that's why so many yeah. people like Elizabeth Taylor jumped eight times into a marriage. Yeah. I know there are other reasons too, but that she jumped eight times into a marriage because everyone was fresh and lovely, and then there were the post-its. But came. I, and I don't know if you realize that when uh, we came into the computer age and the Facebook, even before... Facebook, it was online, and people were connecting with people online, and there a lot of relationships broke up because you could fulfill your uh, your desire of that person. You're not. You it might be an old school chum that you haven't seen in a long time. You get to talking to each other, and you you can create no, no post-its, so you can create who it is that. Uh, you and want and, be... and see them without any post-its. So there's a lot of relationships that broke up at that time. Huh, that's interesting. Yeah. And and the thing that I found, and you probably found it with too, is people who have online relationships a little bit less now because people realized mm-hmm. that just the communication by by email, by email at that point or by internet, um, people could build a persona that wasn't true when you met them. And some people were very disappointed when they actually finally met the person yeah. and it didn't, wasn't the same like it was a piece of them but it wasn't what they presented themselves right, in a relationship exactly. and well that, there's that's a lot of it's very dangerous it's very well dangerous. it happens to us too that's when, for the young the, the the predators online i was thinking that they, you know people don't know who they're doing this with they don't and it is the same outward because 
that's why it's so important to present ourselves as we are mm-hmm. and not try to create a persona that the person will like. Because when we create a persona, we can't hold on to it for very long. The post-its start, and then the, our persona breaks down, their persona breaks down, and we get the conflict because we don't really know who the other person is. So if we can just work, not, not work, it's not the right word, if we can enjoy ex- the mindfulness and being aware of who we are and how we can present that to the world, and, and it takes a while because there's a fear that you will be rejected. Yeah. And when we do that, then the people we meet and how we present ourselves is going to be more real and more lasting. I think the concept of neediness comes into this mm. big time. Mm-hmm. You're absolutely right. And that's a scary thing for many people, particularly, well, particularly men, but also women. Well, exactly, because a lot of people who are needy don't realize they're needy. No. But that's what, that's what makes them look at a relationship and put it in their mind romantically about who this is and who this is for me and this is what's going to happen for me and that's... And then they get terribly disappointed in that when it's not... But it's something that they put into the... Constructed. Constructed because Mm. of their neediness. So it would be wonderful if we could find tools that we could have the... That we could check out when we be coming into a relationship or meeting somebody new who's fun, maybe not a relationship, but so that we don't get into putting post-its on them of what we want them to be because, boy, that's a big setup for Absolutely. failure. Because if, if, if we create a person, we see a person and we create what we think, yeah. what we would like them to be, then again, after a year or so, however long, uh, they will show us who they are. And if we love them, we can sit down, as we've said so many times in so many shows, and work that out. And if there's not that connection, it, it's the end of a relationship again. So it's very important. I think breath again is key here. So that when you're meeting people, you want to get used to just being you. Just sink to your feet, your Buddha belly, like you always say. You know, maybe touch the fingers to the fingers and just say, let me be me. So that what I'm presenting is me. So when they see something, they're not going to get what I think they want exactly but they're going to get me and then I what do you think you know that's the whole thing about neediness what do I think they need me to be Mm -hmm. or what do I what I want you to be what do you what do I think you need to be to satisfy me the neediness is rife in this And, and you can only hold that for so long and, uh, you know, especially when you're actually in a relationship with somebody, you can only hold it for so long before you, it starts to dissolve and you start to really be able to express your true, mm-hmm. you know, who you are. And um, you want to ask also when you meet someone, can I just relax enough so that I can just see who they are and if I really feel there is a connection there rather than being so needy, that I create in my mind the person that they are rather than who they really are. And that is such an incredible gift because so many people keep finding people that they hope will be this knight in shining armor if if it's a woman or the guy is this whatever. Um, And and the person, they keep finding that again and again people let them down. Mm -hmm. And it's because they've created constructs Mm -hmm. which aren't reality. And it's the same thing for actors or actresses who play roles and people think they are that role and they, you know, and the anger when they're not. Mm. And they get confronted in places. And I remember 
somebody asked me when um, Christopher Reeve was playing Superman, and he was wonderful as Superman. He really was. Uh, excuse me, we've got a snoring dog in yes, the back. Sorry, if you're okay. wondering what it was. <laughs> <laughs> and they asked me, "Would you like to meet Christopher Reeve?" And I said, "No, because to me, he's Superman, and I just need Superman. So I don't want to meet, <laughs> meet Christopher Reeve." But that's an awareness. That's yes, an awareness. Yes. I, cho- I chose there. No, yes. I don't want to meet him because I don't want to meet Christopher Reeve. I, I, I want him to be Superman in my mind. Yeah, you know. and I think that's that some actors like Hopkins, Anthony Hopkins, mm-hmm. who are kind of like every man in a way, moved to be any man or every man. But um, you know, when you actually see him live, and I know you know him, uh, when you when I've seen him live, he actually could be anybody. Mm-hmm. He doesn't really present himself mm-hmm. as. I think there are some actors that present themselves always the same, and well, they are the there, person there are act. people like Tony Hopkins. He's an actor. Mm-hmm. He's a trained actor. We trained at the same place, the Royal Academy of Dramatic Art. In, so we're craftspeople. Mm-hmm. So I think people who are craftspeople, not mega stars, as in the Hollywood system, which is made up of people who very often play the same type of role, like Tom Cruise that plays oh, the same thing always, yeah. so that he has that aura of being that part that he plays. And, and that's not a, that's, he does it very well. But that's what, where Tony Hopkins can play anything, because mm-hmm. he's a craftsman. He's an artist. Yeah, like Gilgood, who people may not know anymore, but he was called the Man of a Thousand Faces yes. because he could do the same thing. Well, and also, yeah, yeah, and Lon Chaney, too, way, way back then, mm-hmm. uh, could do the same thing too. Um, I know Meryl Streep to some degree. And, but also you get the old ones like Alec, Sir Alec Guinness and those people who played so many different parts, just like Tony Hopkins, and melted into that part that you'd see him walking down the street and say, uh, I, I know you, uh, because they've seen him so many times, but they don't recognize But that's a craftsman. That's somebody who really knows their craft. But anyway, so we have to ask ourselves when we, I mean, like, um, probably a lot of the, the stars who do present, like, um, Tom Cruise, for example, is that really who they are? I, we don't really know. I mean, that's what they're presenting, and that's what they're successful in. And it's the and same that's f- what they pre- choose to present themselves as that character. Yes, and so some people do that too, some non-actors. They keep presenting themselves as this person that makes them feel safe mm-hmm. by being this person, and it's not who they are mm-hmm. because they're so nervous that if they don't present a persona, nobody will accept them or love them or care for them or even want to be with them. Yeah. And that, you know, sometimes for those who are have um, are extremely shy, uh, they, they need to do that to be able to walk into a room full of people. That's a helpful thing sometimes, so as long it, as you're conscious of it. Exactly. You, you it's, it a conscious, it's a conscious awareness. It's not... Um, it's not like you're presenting yourself as that person. This is going to get help me get into... How would... Like I said in that one time when I had to go to a hunt ball in Yorkshire, uh, and I had to walk down the stairs to meet a whole bunch of people I'd never seen before. Um, I was terrified. And I thought, oh, how would Audrey Hepburn do this? I thought, okay. Well, I, 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 I remember a scene where she did. Uh, I'm going to do this like Audrey Hepburn. But that got me down the stairs. Yes. From that moment, I was me once I got down the stairs. But I needed something to get me down the stairs. And that's actually not a bad ploy in a sense or an idea if if you've got to go into a meeting 
Could you pick somebody that you you respect mm-hmm. and that who's a strong business person? You could have them either walking beside you, mm-hmm. or you could embody them for a yeah, bit exactly. until you feel comfortable and you can exactly. go on as you. Exactly, exactly. Or I mean, it doesn't even have to be anybody on the screen. It could be a character that you read in a book and you know because you read that book how that character would do it so you would enter the room uh, that way so there you know there's a lot of ways that we can help ourselves to to begin something but it doesn't mean we end up that way because if we try to carry that through we end up in a lot of trouble a lot of disappointed relationships a lot of uh, disappointments in life if we're not who we are. Yeah, and, and the difficult thing is, it, and we disappoint ourselves because we tend to choose people from that neediness, which mm-hmm. is a neediness, as you said, and, and rather than the reality of who we are and where we are. And the who we are is always much more beautiful than we thought it is. Yes, exactly. Than we think it is. Exactly, exactly. And you are the way you are for a very important reason. Yeah, and there's there nobody else. <laughs> there's nobody else like you. So rather than cheat the universe and the world from knowing who you are and being, just be you. Yes. As they say, everybody else is already taken. <laughs> that is so true. This is Earth Tribe Radio, www.earthtriberadio.com. Your home on planet Earth. <laughs>